0: Good morning! Nice of you guys to drop by! Right. Hello and welcome to uh, episode two of the Spectres podcast. I'm Clive543 and I'm joined by Captain George. Hi. And I'm also joined by Stars Imperial Historian as always. Hello, everyone. Uh, you both doing alright?
1: I'm doing good, thank you. Yourself?
0: I'm um, okay. Yeah, George.
2: I went okay this week? out of state and I only saw like 25% of people wear masks and I want to cry.
0: Okay, politics. Good. Off to a good start. <laughs>
2: anyway. It's, no, it's not politics! No. It shouldn't be political! It's a pandemic! Oh. Wear your mask!
0: Oh, I'm- 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 We're down I'm, the road already. Let's move
2: on point? to Star
1: Wars. Everyone says, oh, I'm not brave enough for politics.
2: <laughs> Politics. It's not. It's not political to wear a mask.
1: Oh, I'm not too brave for politics. That's for you, Anakin. Go enjoy your moment. You deserve this.
2: What? You deserve your Move glorious on. day with the politicians.
1: Oh,
0: God. Anyway, I think we should start off with the smaller of the two topics we have today. Uh, *Mandalorian* chapter fifteen, I believe. Uh, the, believer. The, pen- yeah, the believer. Yeah, the believer. An ultimate episode before the season two finale. What did everyone think of primarily? I'm going to say straight off of the Matt Boba Fett.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, he quickly got that paint job done very quickly, didn't he? And the e 3
2: I think <laughs> the that? green is a little too dark. I really do. I think it was, I don't like, it's a little it too like, much.
0: I was, I was going to agree with you. I said, I don't like the way there's no scarring whatsoever. I think a little bit of muck wouldn't have gone a bit a long way Which like maybe hey, there's. he kept the of dent. Things. I know. There was an article on that I saw. It's like, why Boba Fett painted his armor didn't fix the dent. it's like, yeah, paint doesn't fix dents. But <laughs> I, I guess some people are running articles like that. But, no, uh, I mean, like,
2: the, did, the, did the article really just say, like, that? Or did it actually go into depth yeah. as to why the... Really? Because there it could was, have been an like, actual reason behind it. Because there was the unseen, like, Clone Wars bit. To where that's the area Cad Bane was. shot him in the head. There was, not
0: one theory I did like was that I saw—I can't remember for the life of me who it was, they said the reason Boba Fett has painted over his armor, this isn't canon, but the reason Boba Fett has repainted his armor is because now that it's been worn by Cobb Vanth, not all of the scratches and marks belong to Boba. And so it's kind oh. of like that reset of the armor's mine again and I build the scars back up to show that I did the damage to it. I have worn it. I like that reasoning, yeah.
2: I do like that one too.
0: Yeah, but Moving on from Boba Fett... George, take us through. What did you think of the episode?
2: I uh, just, just, it was, it was a unique one. We actually get to see Mando without the, without the helmet again for once. Uh, Pedro Pascal, I think is how you say that name. Yeah, I love yeah. how Mando.
1: much. You, I love how much you see how much he just hates not having that helmet on. He's really uncomfortable not having it on. I know the we- situation sucks for him, but also with it not having it on, you can just see just how sick he feels having the air go through his, touch his face. Yeah, but Uh, I mean, like, it's
2: funny, like, when they call him brown eyes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, this is brown eyes, but no, it's uh, it's also the fact of the matter, he's willing to go that far to get Grogu back, that he was willing to put himself in that situation, which is, like, it's showing the the proof of their bond and relationship, and I, I want to see more of that in the finale, definitely. Um, Onto the actual planet itself, got a new vehicle. One thing I thought that was quite cool to see was the Empire in this episode, or the remnant of the Empire. Um, more prominently that area when the truck finally arrives at the base and all the Stormtroopers salute and like cheer.
1: Mm-hmm. All the camaraderie and that stuff, yeah. yeah.
2: I was like, wait a minute, where was this Empire? I would never seen this side of the Empire before in live action. Where's this at?
0: so sort of like being really happy and saluting i just thought oh, that's that's great And the thai fighters as well being the heroes for once
1: it's it's supposed for them it's the biggest win they've had in a while i can imagine that you know they've probably tried to get trucks through that area for a very long time and to have just one truck get through is like a win a big win for them um and just like they're getting even more desperate now just a small win like that is worth celebrating for them um mm. But it shows you the individuality of, of, of the troops themselves. Like they're not, they're like one person themselves, are, it's, it's fine to re- like, um, I want to choose the right words here. It's fine. It's all. I say it's okay, depending on the narrative and the story to, uh, um, to relate to a person of that government society Uh, or whatever because of the camaraderie Um, but what people get confused with is that they get involved in that camaraderie and mistake that camaraderie and being friends with those people mistake it for that loyalty gets abused and exploited by the empire for them to still stick with the empire
0: that's that's a really nice way of putting it yeah perspective yeah that's a really nice way of putting it. A they're
1: fighting for from e- an imperial. They're fighting for each other, but the imperial officer, at least from what we know, that imperial officer is not fighting for them. He's fighting for the bigger picture, the empire, the, the empire's bigger picture. I doubt any, or if only a handful of them, actually know what that is being used for. Just my take, but for nice. an interesting one.
0: That's fine. A uh, couple scenes I want to pick on. One, Mando in the tank trooper armor tries to deflect the blaster bolt and the armor pad flies off of it. I <laughs> thought that was quite funny. <laughs> it, it proves that he can't adapt. He still thinks he's in the best scar. And I found that in t- I found that fight scene on top of the. Tr- I found it very Indiana Jones like, to be fair. Yes. Yeah.
2: Like the tank from uh, like the last crusade.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that one is especially. It's just like the way they kept coming and jumping on and had the grenade to try and blow it up. But I just. I, I did find there's a lot of, like, it just gave me the vibes of seeing uh, Indiana Jones on that tank. Yeah. Uh, another scene is the acting on the table scene where you've got uh, Mando, the Imperial officer, and Mayfeld. It's just, I thought the acting in that scene where you see the officer like piss Mayfeld off and then Mando has to, like, turn around after he gets shot quickly. Yeah, we, I thought it was so we, good acting for all it, three of them.
1: It reminded me of that one scene in In, in Glorious Bastards, where they're in the um, pub, oh, where, yeah. uh, well, well, of course, I uh, got uh, Mayweather, um, Bill Murray, suffering from his PTSD from Operation Cinder and whatnot, and like you said, with Manda going, like, "Don't do it, don't do it." <laughs> it's just like it just reminded me of that, but it, it's it's cool seeing that inspiration being used elsewhere, but it is its own thing as well. And
0: And then, of course, uh, we get Cara and Fennec Shand, who provide cover fire as snipers for the escape, which was like, you know, get some inclusive. Yeah, but Mayfield
2: was the sniper, just that that KD at that end, though.
0: Oh, yeah, I I do want to see him come back. Maybe not in Mando, but the ranges of the New Republic, possibly. You're not there yet! I know, I'm not going to talk about it, but we'll get there. It's fine. (laughs) Final scene I want to touch up on is the seismic charge. (laughs) oh, oh yeah. glorious
2: oh how i miss the the seismic charge is one of the best things about the slave one and that was introduced in attack of the clones just that sound of its explosion is so nice just being able to use it in battlefront 2 was just an amazing feel but then you actually get to see the fact that hey if we remember it's there let it go and destroy a couple of ties it was
0: beautiful it's the fact the scene is built around it as well. The scene's not built around the ties or the slave one chase or what's going on in the ground. It's all about that seismic charge detonating and it just lets it happen. You hear the sound, you see the blue circle light up the sky, and you're just like, That's one of the best noises I've ever heard in my life.
1: It really <laughs> is. I Absolutely just But I want to touch on something before we move away from this. Is uh it's the fact that I know, like, Mando, all, all he cares about is getting Grogu back. And that's fine. I understand it for the narrative. But boy, do uh, Mando kill a lot of uh, resistance people who just want to destroy the Empire.
2: <laughs>
1: I like, I know oh, they're busy. Yeah, like the trying
2: pirates. To... No, they were pirates, they said.
1: Yeah, but they weren't stealing it. They were destroying it, which is a big difference. You yeah. know, they're going to steal it and take it for themselves to blow something up. They were just blowing it up. So whether they were pirates, raiders, resistance, it was like, hang on a minute. There's a little gray area going on around here. But it was like, whatever, man. It's, we need to save the, the baby Yoda.
2: The child is what matters. <laughs> this is the I just way. Thought
1: it just is. this is showing more instances where the Mando is pushing his ideals to one side for the baby as yeah. well, along with the armor and whatnot. Um, his rule seems to change whenever he gets desperate.
0: Yeah, and then he it at a good the, very end, the very end, very end, the hologram scene where he mimics Moff Gideon is like, "You have something I want." <laughs> that entire <laughs> scene gets drawn out, and it's just like ah, going back a, to season one.
1: It's a good narrative motif. It's it very lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I cannot wait to see
0: how they pull off the finale. On the, in the finale,
2: question. I I really want like since he's already sacrificed, like the idea of wearing like. The armor like that, like all the time. I want to see him join a legit clan, so that way he can take off that helmet more often, or not.
0: It'd be nice going forward, definitely. like Clan They're
2: Vizsla or Israel. or Cries, or heck, even join Boba, become like a Clan fet
0: make be nice. his own,
1: make his own clan. Yeah, yeah, Mudkaw, I mean he already has the a clan of or... two.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, but um, to be quite honest. Michael? uh... Yeah, just keep the helmet on um, i mean i'm not saying for him, because, like i'm
2: not saying yeah, like every him. time he takes it off i mean like remove the rule allow him to at least have these oh, yeah. touching moments with the child to where pedro pascal can actually like act with like his
1: face oh yeah but we all know the biggest reason why that is uh-huh <laughs> save on cost yeah. uh but i imagine as they go forward that
0: would be less and less as Grogu, Grogu hasn't seen Pedro, Pedro Pascal too far, say has he? No, no. Unless he caught a glimpse. I
2: don't, a, I don't think he did. No. no, no, because no. the entire point of season one beat. was like with like the IG unit. No. Was it? It was not. It's not an organic being, so he could technically yeah. remove the mask, apply the you know bra- the back to spray, and then put the helmet
1: back on. He mm. probably will next episode.
0: I expect Moff Gideon to take it off. Oh! So he
1: just kind of it off. Uh, I'm thinking that like he uh, he's like he does the whole. It's me. I'm here to rescue you. You know, like, like it's me. I'm Luke Skywalker. Uh, and I'm here to rescue you.
2: <laughs> but that wouldn't work for the child if he's never seen the face. It'd be better if he just kept the helmet off.
1: But yeah, I, but I like the idea. They've got, they've got that force bond, haven't they? Yeah,
2: but so. yeah, with that you don't even need to see the helmet either. The child would know it's there. Or
1: or he's got it off by mistake and he puts it back on and goes like, "Oh, it's you." <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, the child's confused. Also, he puts the helmet back on. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but no, I'm I kind I kind of like the idea of like like Moff Gideon like taking the helmet off, or perhaps knocking the helmet off.
1: Mm.
0: Oh, getting like a crack if he hits like scaves it with the darks. I mean, we know Beskar's lightsaber proof, but maybe he hits the visor out a bit, or hits the bottom an bit eye. and it
2: knocks the helmet upward off his yeah. head.
0: That would be would very close to comfort.
1: Uh, just before we move on. Um, in this episode, it showed that the Mando is capable of using a spear. Uh, you see him using a spear against the um, the pirates and the raiders in this episode. That's true. So in the next episode, when he uses the best scar spear, we already have that. Oh, well, he's, yeah, of course he's good at fighting, because we saw him do it in the previous episode. Well, Just, weapons are part so of his religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are correct. <laughs> That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> I That's thought that play. was a nice, interesting visual cue to go, like, oh, yeah, we've seen him fight before this. This is fine.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, moving on to the final bits of Mandalorian. One episode left. One character poster left. So that means there will be either a poster for a character we haven't seen yet, or it'll be a completely new person that could show it'll up. It'll be,
1: Moff- be, Moff- be Moff
0: Gideon. We've, we've had Moff Gideon.
1: Post. Oh, have we?
0: We've had Moff Gideon. We've had Fennec. We've had Boba. We've had Ahsoka. We had Bo-Katan. The Dark Could be Ram. them. If Sabine shows up in the final episode, <laughs> I, I will be I will be completely surprised and intrigued about how that works. Because, I mean, there are rumors out there that Sabine and Rex were meant to be in this season at some point. And so if oh. the rumors need to remain true, they need to show up next episode in the finale. And that seems to be a bit late to throw them into the mix. movie. No. no. I feel
1: like happening. they're going to
0: be in the Ahsoka thing.
1: I feel like, um, what's her name? Bo-Katan will turn up. Because she was looking for... Um, the Darksaber. The yeah. Darksaber. I want to... say. Should probably be in the last episode as well. I want to throw out
0: some speculation here. Yeah. Uh, This is purely speculation. I've left this for now because uh, the people listening to the podcast that know me haven't heard this. There's rumors that we might get some form of Jedi, okay, to show up after Typhon and the uh, signal goes out. A lot of the rumors point that it's most likely going to be Luke or Ezra. I believe Luke personally. Another reason I believe Luke is we also know that George Lucas was around on the set of Mandalorian Season 2 a lot. Is it possible George Lucas could be the director for the final episode?
2: Oh, if it's Lucas directing the last episode, that'd be so nice, and then just have Luke back on screen again.
0: They get George Lucas to do the yeah. final episode of Season 2 and directing, written by John Favreau. Because he was on the set for Ahsoka, and so it's very possible they said, hey, do you want to direct an episode? And they, they gave him the finale.
2: You end us off on a high, 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 note, high note, Lucas.
0: I don't, then, I don't. I don't
1: know. Not I'm. I'm a bit fifty-fifty on that. I have to admit. I can understand the excitement for that. I'm a bit like. Uh, it's most. It's most likely going to be directed by John Favreau. Um, mm-hmm. mainly because it's the end of it's the finale and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know if, even though they have my mad respect for George
0: and all that, I, I just. Letting him in on the contract. Letting
1: so, him yeah. in on the commentary. I don't know if if there's any. I I, I know he's not. He's not right. Like he's better. I just feel like he's had more misses than he's had hits. And dangerous I know. They, territory. Yeah, dangerous territory. Which is why I'm being careful with the words <sighs> I'm choosing. So as much as it would be nice for that to happen. If he is directing the episode, he'll be directing it, co directing, or, uh, or, or like, just like most of the time, he's, you know, he's retired. Most likely he's just there just to see things. He was there for season one as well. He's probably just popping around just to have a look. He probably never wants to touch Star Wars ever again just because he's done with it. He, like, he, he enjoys seeing what happens with Star Wars more than now, now, than he does being involved with it. I think he's mentioned that before when uh, the last Wars movie came out and the other sequel trilogy came out.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: enjoys anticipating and watching it instead of being involved in it, which I can understand. If I, good, if I had such a controversial uh, series like that spread across 30 to 40 years, yeah, I'd be a bit apprehensive about coming back and having the fans rip me a new one. Or, yeah. you know, having half the fans rip me up and the other half the fans love me. <laughs> Let's move so on could... to
2: Well, I was gonna say, I was looking into it while you guys were talking, we actually don't know the next director for Chapter 16. Yeah. Like, we knew Dave Filoni was gonna direct that episode, right? We actually don't know the director for this episode.
1: 100% Dave, Dave Favreau, uh, Dave Favreau. <laughs> John Dave Favreau.
2: Favre. Okay, someone Favre. on the internet, please make me a Dave Favreau picture, please.
0: <laughs> the Star Wars love Dave child. Dave Favreau has been born. And the people would go mad at that, wouldn't they? He <laughs> so, is your new child of the Star Wars fan, Dave Favreau or John Filoni. John Filoni,
1: yes. Is he said yes. <laughs> to bring balance to the Force? He is the chosen one. But no. The chosen one.
0: Moving on to our second topic. (laughs) Disney Investors Day. What an event.
2: I was on vacation. I only heard like... I know, you were away. I was away. And I'm like in a hotel room and I see my entire messages get blown up. I'm like, what did they do? Clone, what did they do?
0: I'll explain it in financial terms. Disney stock jumped up to about 305 million or something. Dollars after the event, which is like the highest it's ever been. So the event was very good for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big event lasted four hours. They had Kathleen Kennedy, Kevin Feige, Bob Iger, Bob Chappé, all come on stage at different points and explain things. We had confirmations from all different genres, such as we had a trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier. We had the Buzz Lightyear film announcement. In terms of Star Wars, though, because we're going to get this is Star Wars, we had Kathleen Kennedy, the president of Lucasfilm, come on. And, wow, she gave us a lot more than I was expecting. Some stuff I wasn't expecting, and there's other stuff I was expecting that didn't happen, but she, in terms of quantity, a lot more than I was expecting. So, from the top, she confirmed Taiki Wihiti's uh, Star film, still going ahead. However, that is not the next film to be coming out. It is, in fact, Rogue Squadron that will be done by Patty Jenkins, and it will arrive in Christmas, December 22nd, I believe the date was, 2023.
1: All right. I'm looking forward to that. i do, mm-hmm. like... Um... It's interesting that um, every time we go into a new era of Star Wars, what I mean by era, I mean like real life era, not like, you know, sequel, trilogy, prequel. I mean like like, like every or phases. It's weird that every uh, phase of standalone Star Wars movies seem to have the title rogue in them. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, no, this rude. one made sense, though. So.
1: No, yeah. yeah. I, so I was this, making a quick one.
0: But you say it makes sense. I'm going to get to some points here. It is said by Patty Jenkins that this won't be them bringing the games or books over into the film. It will be taking adaptations and modeling a new product around what came before it. And yeah, this has brought on I'm a cool controversial that. points of where does this take place? Some people believe this will take post-Troz, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Other people believe it will t- still take place where it originally was in the OT. I myself believe OT. Why? Because there's a T-65BX swing in both yeah, the post of the trailer so. and the Rebel Alliance pilot suit. But Kathleen Kennedy I... also said it would usher in the next era in the galaxy. So, it's it's what we've seen over what's been heard.
1: So, I completely disagree. <laughs> oh. I believe they just had a T-65 on set and thought, shit, let's use that quickly. Um, just a TGL kind of model. Cool. Yeah, yeah just 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 because it was there and they're like oh well, yeah let's make a quick trailer quick because we're excited i'm more inclined to believe the logo more than the quick video they made uh because in the logo you can see it's a t70 with the engines with split It's a t65 in the logo what's the different what's a t65 of what's so a t65 t65b t-
0: t- is, like is the isn't it's
1: it like a normal the, yeah it's OT a normal one, one.
0: yeah it's a normal OT one. It's got four mm. circular engines at the base of the wings. But this one does. T70. T70. T70 is the resistance. Two halves. One. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing.
1: Is... That was in the logo. No. It's a T65. Yeah,
2: it's, it's way too rounded. No? no, it's way too rounded. No, no.
1: You look at the engines. They no, I off. am looking at the engines.
2: They, I they, They're they way too rounded. they be yeah. more of like a half circle. But these are like, you can tell there's like a full circle there.
1: No, they're no. I'm looking at the logo. So, so am I. What leg like, are you looking at? I'm looking right, at there. the logo.
0: Just and... just for context, I'm going to dump a T70 in chat. Just so we can. I didn't realize. Here, I'm, I'm dumping the logo in there it. then. Yeah, that's fine. But I'll put a T70 and T65 in. Oh, T-65 yeah, yeah. That looks
1: more round. My mistake. Yeah. From a T-65. distance, from a distance, it looked like the sequel trilogy. And yeah. 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 I take that back. My apologies. I'm sorry, everyone. You can, you can sit down. How I made dare a you? How do- How, you're never allowed to make a mistake on a podcast or never.
0: do you not know star? Yeah. The other point is Pathy Jenkins, of course, puts on a rebel Alliance X-Wing helmet. It's not a mm. uh, sequel trilogy one. Yeah. So even they're using loads of OT X-Wing props and DGI. Mm. Or, it is in the OT, so that's why- well, I mean, like, OT.
2: when they still have, like, the assets around from, like, The Rise of Skywalker, yeah. that was, like, one of are more yeah, recent definitely. things to have been done, rather than Rogue One. So, in- yeah. I, well, I, I technically still believe the, the T-65 was in uh, the, the Rise of Skywalker, because Luke's, Luke's excellent, yeah. I still I, believe
1: it's post-Endor, like, straight after post-Endor. It'll probably lead oh, to Scarif. Oh,
0: yeah. I kind of want to see post-Empire. I would love to see Jakku finally because, like, we've had Jakku like twice. oh sorry
1: yeah Jakku <laughs>
0: we've, never, we've had Jakku twice but we've never had Jakku because in one version of Jakku, you have the Battlefront one map and then you have you have the Superstar Destroyer falling out of the sky but no mm. you have a I can't remember the Starhawk you don't have a Starhawk there though in that then Battlefront two you have the Battle of Jakku. And then you don't have either. And then in squadrons you have the Starhawk, but you don't have the Battle of Jakku. And then you're <laughs> like, Can we have the Battle of Jakku? I want to see the Starhawk versus the Super Star Destroyer, please.
1: See, have, have you read um, the book um, uh, Aftermath? Um, I forget what the last book's called. That one. Empire's end. Empire's End is such a cool. The way to describe how how it all falls and ah, it's, I love it. I just want to see a real, ver- you know, like a visual representation of it.
0: I, w- I want this to be the ending battle of Rogue One spread across the film because Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars film, and that, the ending ba- the space space battles in Star Wars, I, I love them to bits. And if this is an entire movie about space battles, just imagine like the Battle of Coruscant over a movie. That would be sick in my imagination. Mm. But moving I'm like, on, <laughs> we I would
1: like the, the space battle of Scarif. Oh you know, yeah, like, I think that's the
2: perfect battle. Oh, I love it no. when they jumped in, we like that entire in. like camera They're scene, nothing. like pan in, like a yeah. bit. I like oh, that's such a good shot of the no, Rebel Alliance uh, there. The I'm Rebel an Imperial, Alliance. but my goodness, they look they look so cool.
0: It looks, the Empire looks so scared. It's like that's the first time the Rebel Alliance is all here and there, ready to attack. Uh, we'll move on to yeah. of course one of the big announcements, which I said previously to other people, but not on the podcast. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Hayden Christensen will return as Vader. It's
1: mm-hmm. an interesting
0: one. Farming, a man of your talents, really. <laughs> That's what Disney said. <laughs> them. It's peaceful
2: life.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of comments I want to make on this. So, one is going to be the quotes that have been said, and two will be what we didn't see but investors did see and has been revealed. So some of the quotes we've had is that, according to Kathleen Kennedy, it will be the rematch of the century. And according to Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, they do get to have another fight. So there will be another fight. And I believe it was Ewan who said it will be like another rematch after the Revenge of the Sith fight. So we're going the Revenge of the Sith fight route again.
1: Fair enough. It was never stated in the the, um, original movie that that was the last time they met. It was just uh, ambiguous. So yeah, I, point. when I first heard that, I was a bit like, ooh, that, that kind of like, I don't know if I agree with that, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, whatever, I, it'd be probably probably a lot of fun, and I'll enjoy it.
0: <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, the other point is what we didn't see, and so of course there were some clips about and talking about working with Hayden and some stuff, Then there were two concept art images I want to talk about. One of them was Vader sitting on a throne talking to a hologram, which is pretty self-explanatory, but Vader's on a throne, he's got a big boy chair. The other one is, apparently they saw footage of concept art of Vader hunting down a rogue Jedi with a batch of black clone troopers. The Purge this, troopers? The black, black painted clone troopers. Yes, this is what I want to get into and it'll link over to Bad Batch, which I'll get onto as the next one. The Purge troopers, of course, are clone troopers and they belong under the Inquisitors. But before the Inquisitors came about, they belonged to Vader. And I'm going to start linking stuff to Bad Batch so I can flow into it. I, mean, I like, believe was, was it was a group.
2: I was going to say real quick, I don't think all the Purge Troopers that late were all clones.
0: Oh yeah, as it goes on, they
2: because yeah, Fallen Order, they don't sound nothing like D. Bradley Baker. They had D. Bradley Baker, yeah, D Bradley Baker so I do yes, think like humans would fill the lines a little bit match.
0: more. Yeah. But yeah, this, they're probably not clones, or if there is one or two clones, they're very old, but they, they seem to be, this could be Purge Troopers beyond Fallen Order working for Vader, trying to hunt down Rogue Jedi and Obi-Wan. Because Ewan also says that we do start on Tatooine, but it does appear we're going to get taken off world. There's a concept art of a water planet with what aren't described as stormtroopers or rebel soldiers, but just normal creatures that are fighting in some sort of battle. So pirates, presumably, or something else. Uh, So yeah, Obi-Wan, it's 2022 still, so that hasn't been delayed by COVID, unlike one of a product I'll get to, which is a bit unfortunate. But then that's also leaning on some more speculation. Bad Batch said, so "I'll link into that next." We got a trailer for this.
2: We got a sizzle. A sizzle, a trailer, a sizzle trailer.
0: Animation looks incredible for it.
1: It looks at mm-hmm. like the same degree as the previous season for Clone Wars looked, which was <laughs> very, very deep, very good. Welcome to Clone Wars we... season eight. <laughs> it's
0: Clone Wars season eight, basically the Bad Batch show. Uh, yeah, we got. Loads in there. We got shock troopers, normal phase two clone troopers, the bad batch, the uh black painted clone troopers, which I'll we'll get onto in a moment. We got Governor Targin looking slightly older and more imperial. Like ah, no, 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 of- no, no, no.
2: If he's imperial, that's Moff Tarkin.
0: That's true. Not
2: Grand Moff because he's not promoted yet. It's Moff Tarkin. Oh, uh, let's take a look at his pips. <sighs> his pips. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Moffs and Grand share the same thing. Before you try looking
1: at that. Yeah, you're right. Also, um, it depends, we don't know how far in, because it's not that long before he becomes Grand
0: We know the exact timeline based on one of the scenes in the trailer. It's when Palpatine goes, the Republic will be reorganized into the first Galactic Empire. And the Tarkin
2: bucket, it was revealed, like Tarkin was one of the very first people to be made in Moth.
0: Mm. So in this show, it seems this will take place. it will start slightly before Order 66. We'll then see maybe Order 66 again, and then we're going to go past it. I expect that also to be very early on. I don't expect it hard.
2: Tarkin actually holds the the rankings in that picture of director.
1: One, two, three. Oh yeah, he's not.
0: It also seems he's on Kamino, so maybe he's director of the clone facilities on Kamino, ushering in the new Stormtrooper Empire. Maybe reworking it. So
1: the Empire's just been then... the Empire established. You gotta yeah. give them some time. They're not gonna have all the clothes ready just like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Tarkin gets promoted to Director, then Moff. Okay, that, that's more believable. He goes oh, from- Wait, you realize how quick of a line of succession that is? He goes from Captain Tarkin, to Admiral Tarkin, to Director Tarkin, to Moff Tarkin, then to Grand Moff. This he dude rose like... through the ranks!
1: That's what you get for being cushy with uh, Emperor Pelps.
2: Yeah, he's really comfy with Palpatine. (laughs) (laughs) um,
0: Also,
1: Also, the Pips have never been continuously correct. I mean, they jump from New Hope to Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back is the the most most consistent. And then in uh, Revenge: Return of the Jedi, it's just oh damn it, everyone gets an admiral.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll move on to the uh, so the black clone troopers. Uh, they've got green visors, urban camouflage suits. They look awesome. I do believe they're the first iteration of the Perth troopers. One thing you will notice is one of them carries a DC fifteen LE, which is the weapon from Battlefront Two, which is quite cool to see that make an appearance. It's the upgraded Canada. heavy.
2: It's the second heavy weapon, yeah. isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's so like the modified clone one. That's can uh-huh. have explosive shot in Battlefront 2, which was awful for a while. But I won't go there. And I do believe the leader of this squad in that trailer is Commander Cody. I am ninety percent certain it is, and that we will be seeing Cody return in this show.
1: We don't. We see Wolf, don't we, in the trailer Wolf. as well.
0: I don't know if we do see Wolf in the trailer.
1: I thought it was the guy who was in. Maybe someone said it was Wolf in the in the general chat. Um... <laughs>
2: I'm going through it frame by bit.
1: frame. I see... Um, 50, 50. 54. 54 seconds in. 54. He's, he's got a blind eye.
2: 54. I see Wrecker slamming. Oh, wait. That's not Wrecker. I I kind of, not know. It is Wrecker.
1: It's they just, all look the same.
2: <laughs> yeah, it looks like Wrecker to me.
1: It could be wrecker.
2: Yeah, it's wrecker slamming the clones' heads. All right, okay. I know, like in one of these shots, it's like okay, uh, like fifty-four sure as well. It's like uh, crosshair throwing like a tray, and like he Captain America that tray. He got two clones for the price of one tray.
1: He's <laughs> what can I say? He's sharp. He's a sharpshoot shot.
0: Sharp. Yeah. We got other things in the trailer. We got raftals. From sequel trilogy again, pretty awesome. And uh... forgotten what the final point was. Now that's completely. Fro- oh, that's completely thrown me off. Damn. <laughs> that's good. Got the, I, okay, I'm gonna say so like I do like lady. the fact it
2: has like the Clone Wars like symbol, and then like it burns away to show the Bad Batch.
1: That was pretty slick. Yeah. yeah. Like this ain't this ain't your uh, this ain't your your kiddies' Clone Wars anymore. This is for your edgy teens. Ready?
2: <laughs> this is for your oh. edgy teens. <laughs>
0: Phoenix, that's it. Phoenix in the trailer. Oh
2: yes, yeah, she is. That's right.
0: What's her that's name? It's... Which means he's about fifty in Mandalorian, but you know
1: she's fifty. She's yeah, like, but ro-
2: like, okay, Robo parts. Let's be life, honest, Robo she? parts. Oh,
0: well, yeah. After she's quote unquote died and been brought back to life.
2: Yeah, Robo parts. Before
0: that, still fifty.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the actress uh, is like around about fifty something. She she looks rather young than what her actual age is as well. Yeah. Complimenting,
0: but yeah. So no, she's in the tra- trailer. Was absolutely amazing. Yeah, I don't have much more to say on Bad Batch. It should be cu- it's coming for the March to May release time, 2021 springtime. Mingya
2: uh, Wen is uh, 57. I just looked it up. There you go. There we go. Well done. Hissi. Sorry for any mispronunciation. I don't mean any offense.
0: He means lots of offense. No, but- no, no. Okay. I I really
2: did enjoy this actor, like Mulan.
0: Yeah.
2: Obviously, Mando, uh, Agents, of Agents of Shield.
0: So, one of the new- two of the new shows now that link together. Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, that that comes hot off the heels from Mando.
0: So, Ahsoka is running off of Mandalorian like Rangers of the New Republic. It'll be done by Dave. It will be, sorry, written by Dave Filoni, and it's a limited series. So, it's not like Kenobi, where it's one season, but chances are it probably won't go over two or three, and it'll be a small episode count, say, eight or six still. Mm. Not that big of a show. It's not like Cassian, which we'll get to in a moment. However, the one thing is, and this is, uh, it doesn't link up to this big event, according to the press release, unlike Rangers of the New Republic. There's this big event they tease where like, there's going to be a climactic story event involving Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, and Mando, but then it doesn't mention Ahsoka leading up to this. Right. It only mentions Rangers of the New Republic, so I don't know if that's a misprint or someone's got something and combined it there, but we'll have to wait and see.
1: Do you wonder if that big event is possibly something to do with Rawn?
0: The speculation, there's two routes. Either Thrawn's Empire, which is heir to the Empire in the book series, very good book line, yeah. or it's the Grisk invasion from the Unknown Regions. Alright. Uh, so that's all Rebel sequel stuff, because it's... Yeah. I'm not going there. Rages of the New <laughs> Republic.
1: No, I not expecting that.
2: No, not yeah. at all. That was, I, I was like, that's a curveball. There is, yeah. there
0: is some things I want to point out here. I like the logo, is, though. Oh yeah, the Logos. I love the wings. Uh-huh. There's something I want to point out here which people may miss and overlook. The thing about this Ahsoka series and Rangers of the New Republic is that Dave Filoni is writing Ahsoka, but Dave Filoni... Uh, John Favreau is executive producing both these shows and Dave Filoni is executive producing Rangers. And Dave Filoni is also executive producing Bad Batch. Meaning, possibly someone else producing these shows. So their attention mm-hmm. might be, might be elsewhere, still on Mandalorian or possibly new stuff. So it's like, like Resistance was. They're not. They're involved, but they're not directly contributing every 50 seconds no. or
2: something. Or oh, yeah, I'm going to say something about the Ahsoka logo. I just realized, doesn't that kind of look like the world between worlds
1: to me? That yeah, a lot, a lot of people have said that. But also a lot of people said about that with um, Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Yeah. And, uh,
2: yeah, that's true, the meditation I think, thing. I, but I mean, like, this that. is like... Black with like the white lines with like a star like field type thing. It's a little bit different than Fallen Order though, mm. and the world I, between I, worlds I... kind of makes more sense for Ahsoka.
1: Mm. I do. I just hope who don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel about the world between worlds. I like the idea conceptually, but I never want them to touch it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was
2: Dave like... Filoni's excuse to get her out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Rangers of the New Republic will intersect with future stories and uh, culminate into a climactic story event. So there we get That's the point in there of Rangers of the New Republic. I believe this is the Cara and Bo-Katan show that got rumored by Kessel Run Transmissions. That makes sense to me. Because we've seen Mm. that Cara has been set up for going into the New Republic over the past season of Mandalorian, being given the Marshall Badge Yeah, episode 4. So that that makes sense to me that at least Cara might have some part in it. Yeah. This is an important key factor. Both these shows don't have release dates, so chances are they're not coming until 2023. Makes makes sense. 2023 shows, is
2: looking like the year for Star Wars. <laughs> I
0: mean, 2021 there would have been a release date there because they've announced Bad Batch. They're announcing Andor and Kenobi, which is 2022. So chances are, anything that doesn't have a release date is 2023 onwards, or very very late 2022 Christmas time,
1: or even further than that.
0: Could be further mm-hmm. uh, because we we don't know if maybe Ahsoka and Rangers spins off of Mando season four, which is the last confirmed season of Mando to exist. We don't know if there's going to be a season five. I hope there isn't. Think... Season four. Uh, Lando Calrissian. Lando! <laughs> <laughs> Calrissian Chronicles. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Disney. I'm very upset. By I that. like but, the
2: logo though. That is a nice like,
1: blue it, and gold. That is really slick. What does that remind you of? It, it, it reminds me of um the Motown look. It kind of reminds me of Lando's like yeah, this
2: style, like the Thank the you. yellow from like Solo, the blue from like Empire.
0: It reminds me of American Diners. Yeah, yeah it does yeah. that
2: too. The font, does, the font also helps with that as well.
0: Yeah. Uh. So. It's believed that both Donald Glover and Billy D. Williams will be returning. So be we don't know for certain. Yeah, yeah I'm Williams gonna say
2: I think it's rumor that like people really, really want Billy D. and Donald Glover.
0: Billy D. has talked about it being. Here's the thing: Billy D. has talked about this. The logo is Donald's Lando's color scheme from Solo. Mm-hmm. So you've got yeah. Donald's Lando's color scheme, which became Billy's color scheme for Rise of Skywalker. So it could go I- either way.
1: I'm gonna be the contrarian here. (laughs) I, as much as I love Billy D. Williams, is it? Um, I'd prefer it to be Donald Glover rather than Billy D. Williams because there wasn't much Billy D. Williams could have done in the recent Star Wars movie, just because of his age and Mm -hmm. him being—he's—he's not as mobile as he once used to be. So I wouldn't be surprised, and with it being called Lando. Much of much of it being like, uh, like a play on with Solo, it's like the next logical step in between the gap between like a continuation from the Solo yeah. series. Yeah, that would be my best best guess. Yeah, but didn't like um, Donald
2: Glover also tweet like some interesting stuff with Lando's going to happen?
0: Yeah, maybe. This was also this was a scoop also done by Castle Run Transmissions so that there would be a Lando show. uh It makes sense to me. The spec the speculation going around that what the show will be it will be Billy D telling or Billy D's Lando telling yeah. Jana about his adventures as a younger Lando, which you makes because then you can have them both. Ah, uh, it's like you know,
2: It's like there's this older dude narrating, Imagine. and that cuts to like the actual episode itself. And Imagine
1: you- if you will, if you remember in Solo. Where you got Lando on Kessel, and it's like, ah, oh, you can do what you want. I'm gonna be in here, and I'm gonna start recording my yeah, my, the line, the my Chronicles. Charissian I Chronicles. imagine, Charissian. I imagine old Billy Dee just sitting there with his legs up, a drink in one hand, and he's he's recording his stories. Like chapter one, like uh, Carrazian Chronicles uh, series three, chapter one. It all began, and it just fades into the episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you realize how zany these episodes could be because it could be just like Lando's perspective on things. So you could have some ridiculous stuff that you wouldn't normally have.
1: Unreliable narrator.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. It
0: would be. No, what have we here? But moving on.
2: What have we here? Andor.
0: (laughs) Andor is meant to be so. Andor, we got a lot of information on, like, and. Andor is meant to be a spy thriller. it's all about the rebellion It's all about the spies and the rebellion before Rogue One. It's done by Tony Gilroy from Rogue One again. Diego Luna and Alan Tunic will reprise their roles as Andor and K2SO, I believe. Yeah, K2SO is meant to be in it. Um They'll be joined by loads of new cast members, but we'll also be we'll be getting Mom Mothma back and some of the other rebellion generals from Rogue One. Same actors. Nice.
2: Very nice. Wait, is even really Dogana's Dumbledore? one, I I could've sworn like
0: Didana, Rogue... Yeah, didana. I think the I think the I can't remember the other two. Blue Squadron leader and the other general. They're meant to be coming back. That's odd because Indeed. I
2: could have sworn like I remember seeing a video where like the Darna actor was disappointed with how much he got used in Rogue One.
0: Yeah, but well, it's perfect way to make it up to him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think they're. Cl- I know Mon Mothma's back and someone else is back. That's that's for certain. The other ones I could be wrong on. Don't hold it to, to me. Um, we've got loads of concept art of what appears to be uh, Andor on some sort of planet with loads of Venators being dismantled. Some other Bracca? mission stuff. It doesn't look like Bracca. They're all standing vertically on stands mm. and not just crashed in the dirt.
1: Ah. Again, again, my caveat I have for everything. It's all concept art. It's all, yeah, some... it's I know... all
2: a concept art, yeah.
1: So I don't believe it is Bracca just because you have so many other well, I mean I uh, haven't seen a concept world.
2: art. You just described and I'm like, oh Baraka. Yeah.
1: yeah also it's... we saw a trash world in the recent
0: Mandalorian episode. Yeah. Um, so could be could be anything. Uh, and or it has been confirmed to be delayed now. It's now coming in twenty twenty two instead of late twenty twenty one. Ah. I'll bring Fair this enough. up later in speculation, because I do have something to speak on it. But yeah, so Andor's coming twenty twenty two. We don't know when. It doesn't we know Kenobi's meant to be early twenty twenty two, Andor could run alongside that, but the chances are they might have pushed they might have pushed Kenobi back to late twenty twenty two or they now have Andor back in late twenty twenty two.
2: I would put that bet I would put that bet over that. Because if anyone ever heard that Cassie and Andor got to be released before Kenobi, some people are gonna lose it, and that's unfortunate. Cool.
0: And I'm like not sure how
2: I'd feel about it either, but I'm the biggest Obi-Wan fan, I understand, I have a bias there.
0: Apparently the Castian has like 200 plus cast set pieces, so you've got more than 200 actors on at once. So it's a yeah. big production line.
1: You don't just have one man in the middle of a desert having a bit of a cry.
0: Yeah. Hey,
1: wait a minute. Wait so a We're is, not describing Obi Wan's journey out there as a bit of a cry.
2: He has to learn from Qui Gon still. He's protecting young Luke from like Java and all that. We don't describe Obi Wan in the middle of the desert as a big cry. He's going to be fighting Anakin again. Vader, this dude's not out there in the middle of the desert crying.
1: <laughs> Need something to get, uh, uh suck up those vapor. Uh, uh evaporators and uh, Oh, carefully. okay! These moisture
2: <laughs> farmers aren't put to work because Obi-Wan's in the middle of the desert becoming an <laughs> oasis! No! Obi-Wan's not out there crying! It's not a thing!
0: For the listeners, we are sorry about this something
2: outburst. to
0: something out there. Obi-Wan be crying
2: in the No, desert. he's not crying! Stop saying he's crying! Moving on. <laughs> Crying
1: Never... right into his COVID mask because it's a lot Never... easier
0: to film that than 200 people in the same set. Another possibility for Andor is that the ghost crew could be in it. It fits the timeline. We could see Hera, Chopper, Sabine.
2: Yeah, we could see then... Hera crying about oh. Kanan.
0: We don't know. This could be before that. Oh, it's uh, definitely it... before because Andor yeah. dies. Um... Yeah, but Rogue One happens after the Rebels yeah. season 4 for like a month. Oh, yeah Char- Chances are, Kanan and Ezra will be alive by this point. So, if they are in it, they could be there.
2: If not, I could see Khan weep.
0: Probably not. I'm more interested in Cassian than them being in the show. But yeah, moving on to one of the final big projects in terms of the live action stuff, the Acolyte done by Leslie Headland. Uh, some things people have forgotten about this show. So everyone's speculating that the Acolyte, and I myself wanted this, is Darth Bane and some other things. It's going to be like Revan. It was previously stated that Leslie Headland's TV show would be female-led. A lot of factors that people have forgotten about that it's meant to be female-led or have mostly happens. female-led. It's called The Acolyte. It's about it's a mystery-type show that takes the audience into like shadows and darkness and secrets of dark side powers and the Force in the final days of the High Republic era. So it's High Republic in TV. So we're going there, which is quite cool. Not so much it else puts to
1: think it, about this. Like, yeah, again, the no release date. So, it, at least it puts it a hundred years before the fall of the High Republic, into, So i so very much. If we go into legends for a second, that puts it in the place of when um all the isn't like with the Fort bomb and stuff like that. I, I might be wrong. I, I'm with not sure.
0: in High Republics not that far away from Phantom Menace as much as Old Republic is. No,
1: the Master of Dark Plague, The Old old Republic is 3,000 years. The High Republic is 300 years. But the Ruson Reformation, which is Legends now, but that's when the Dark Age happens, which is 100 years before uh, Phantom Menace. And the only reason why that exists is because of Retcon, because uh, Sheev senator Chief palpatine says no uh, it's in a second one. he says like well not let's we're not let this republic fall. what to stand for a hundred years which is and um, which it's a thousand is a hundred generations no sorry a thousand oh wait what hold on he's lost himself. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute <laughs>
2: When you're caught in a conspiracy theory, wait
1: a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, is it a thousand years? Or, or, I know it's a thousand years or five generations. It's definitely not a hundred. Okay, I take back what I said. It could be anything then. I'm thinking it might be generations. No, he says, uh, Obi-Wan says generations, she says years, and they retconned it.
2: No, no, uh, when Obi-Wan refers to generations, that's Jedi. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice. Not the Republic, they're different.
1: Who who protected guardians of... Never mind. Guardians of
2: peace (laughs) and justice. This isn't
1: isn't relevant.
0: This isn't relevant.
1: (laughs) So yeah, the acolyte could be anything.
0: Um, One thing I do want to bring up on Darth Bane about it is... The reason I think Darth Bane is in it is because this is the end... It says it's in the final days of the Republic era. So, chances are this show will show how the High Republic fell and possibly do the Rule of Two. So, yeah. We know Darth Bane makes the Rule of Two. So, there's a high chance Darth Bane will be in it in some capacity, possibly. And
1: he's canon as well.
0: Which... Yeah, Colin awesome.
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, Unlike Revan, who's just been a name drop in a book so far.
1: I'm done with Revan. Here I am, the contrarian again. A lot of people, you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm tired of hearing about Revan, too. I, as much as people would love to have him back, I like the story he had in Night's Republic. Republic. We had that story. Let's move on and do different things.
0: That's what well, I could say, say Starkiller, but yeah. Star Wars <laughs> Visions. Not much to say on this one. Apparently, it will bring 10 fantastic visions from several Japanese anime studios. So it will be different animation types. Could be some 2D, some 3D, manga. We don't know yet. Uh, And it'll just be different stories.
1: My take on that is that it's a bit like the Forces of Destiny series, where it's like 10 minute shorts.
0: That's probably what it'll be. I don't think think it'll be 10
2: minute shorts. I think it'll be like 30 minute episodes.
0: Yeah, but they'll be done in different ways, it seems. And they'll be different. They're animated short films. Yeah, a bit like
2: um, 45 minutes, then that would
1: be Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. And mm-hmm. saying a bit like that, we're just like we're just testing a few things and seeing what sticks on the wall. Uh,
0: final one: a droid story. I'm very excited for this because this is a <laughs> this is a big one in terms of the creative behind it. Is that the fact that it will be Lucasfilm Animation, so that department, but it will be teaming up with uh, ILM (Industrial Light and Magic) mm-hmm. who do all the CGI and also did the Squadrons trailer a while back, which is quite nice. So they'll be doing an animated combined with ILM. So it's it's like the Clone Wars and Rebels. It's like Clone Wars animation, but ILM budgets thrust into it, so it'll probably look better than Clone Wars Season Jesus. 7 and 8. Wait, there. what will? Uh, a droid story. because It's ah. it's being done by ILM, and ILM do all the CGI for all the Star Wars movies. So think about an entire movie of just ILM CGI. Is that a series or a movie? It's uh That's supposed to be like a series. Movie. movie. I think it's... Uh, people thought it'd be... A, yeah, it's a direct... special Star Wars adventure, a droid story. This epic journey will introduce us to a new hero guided by the legendary duo R2D2 and C3PO. I think it's meant to be a movie. It could be split into parts.
1: It might just be a directed uh, Disney Plus movie.
0: Yeah, as far That'd as I remember, from what I found out, it's just a movie. It's not. It's like it's still a normal length feature film. It's not like a short movie, but it's just a film, a droid right. story. Huh. Final things. One last thing. It's not styles related. Indiana Jones Five finally got news on that. It'll be beginning yes. in the late spring of 2021, and will arrive in July 2022. And Harrison Ford is still in it.
2: I the- <laughs>
0: gave yeah. him enough money to bring him back. Well, that's okay, that's on.
2: different. It's not Han. He actually did like uh, Indy. He did really like Indiana Jones. Does oh, that mean you'll
0: be there this time round?
1: Yeah, probably Maybe. That's good. That's what I'm most looking forward to. Get rid of Star Wars. I'm here for Indiana Jones. <laughs> so, <laughs> no,
2: don't, don't if, quote us on that one, guys. We actually like Star Wars.
0: It's an Indiana Jones podcast on the sidelines. I like, here we are Hey, I would mind. I know, it'd be good, but you've got very little to go on these days.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Final points I want to bring up is two things that were said. One of them is speculation. The other one's an actual quote from Kathleen Kennedy that hasn't been bridged on. So as I've been mentioning throughout, all the release dates for this stuff that we do and don't know. So, Droid Story, it's done by ILM. Chances are that's not coming until 2024. That'll be a long time. Visions, mm-hmm. I expect 2023. Bad Batch, we know it's 2021, and 2022. Ahsoka and Rangers of the New Republic, like I said, if they'd been 2021, they would have announced the release dates. They're clearly 2023, maybe. Take it with film, of course, still got nothing on that, and Rogue Squadron's 2023. Kathleen Kennedy made a quote saying that the next chapter in the whole Mando TV series will debut in Christmas 2021. So there is really? something new coming in late 2021 that we don't know about. And I'm leading this into, according to Jordan Mason, who's very reputable on Twitter and Kessel Run Transmissions again, there are two animated TV shows we have not been told about. And there is three live action shows we also do not know. One of them is Boba Fett. And one of the animated shows is apparently a High Republic show. This is all speculation from them, but so there's a High Republic animated TV show. There's a Bubba Fett live action show. So you've got one animated show. Do you want
2: action. your Rebel sequel so bad?
0: It could be the other one. I'm just saying because uh, the, the fine. I'll do it. The reason the Rebel sequel could be coming Christmas 2021 <laughs> is the animation stuff isn't casual audience. If it's not casual audience, they don't want it overlapping because animation typically doesn't get as much views as a lot of casual audience stuff anyway, because it's animation. Mm. So to throw around the Rebel sequel at the same time as Bad Batch in terms of marketing or release time is a pretty dumb PR move, because the audience is already smaller for that anyway. So chances are they do Bad Batch, wrap season one of that up, then they go on marketing the next animated show, which could be the Rebel sequel. Well, I just took happens. my
2: drink for every time Claude Lynch and the Rebel sequel. I'm going to be drunk soon.
1: <laughs> uh, um, that makes sense, Clay. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. It makes financial sense. Um,
0: like It you also said... fills that gap because we now know that Andor is confirmed to be delayed. And as far as we know, there's nothing but Mando Season 3 for Christmas 2021.
2: Mm. Interesting. I, I uh-huh. think
0: next year's going to be a pretty big year for the animation department.
2: I'm going to mention one last thing. Whoever like thinks it. any of these shows that are set in the future like Rangers of the Republic, Mando, or Ahsoka, will completely rewrite the sequel trilogy.
0: Oh, we're, go- we're going
2: this way. delete your Twitter account, folks!
0: If your name happens to start with a D and end in a K.
2: Or you go by Overlord DVD.
0: Yeah, just how the Ahsoka show is apparently going to use the War Between Worlds to reset the sequel trilogy era. Yeah. Please don't spread that around.
1: That's a silly move also to do. Like, well, why would this be I'm
0: gonna get a bit buzzed. If you're upset by the sequel trilogy, you didn't like it, you move it wasn't for you, you didn't like the characters, you thought the story was a bit off. Move on.
2: Move on. Goodbye. We
0: don't need you. Everyone out there. (laughs) The OT If you like the OT, go watch the OT. If you like the PT, go watch the PT. If you like the ST, go watch the ST. If you like me and you like all three, then go watch all three. If you like the Clone go watch the Clone It doesn't matter. Talk about what you like, don't talk about what you don't like, because then you're just spreading negativity and putting yourself in a negative mindset.
2: Have you ever watched his content? That's what he does.
0: I'm not going to talk about it. He can't even mention
2: Uh, any good thing, right? His entire shtick is like being negative.
0: Off, take
2: a me take off, a
0: negativity attracts more views on YouTube than positivity, and then I'll move it on from there. Because
1: I really want to talk about something quickly. So, YouTube yeah, as a whole. You go. Right? You go. What the heck is Children of Blood and Bone? Because I, I don't think everyone. that.
2: I don't think that is. I know what Willow. Thing.
1: I know what Willow is, and I know what Indiana Jones is. And I know what Star Wars is.
2: Uh, center around oh, a young af- okay.
1: It says in the Lucasfilm thing, "Children
2: of Blood and Bone." The story will center around a young African girl's heart-racing quest to restore magic to her forsaken people.
1: Oh, it's just something which is made in uh, Lucasfilm. Oh no! no
2: okay. right. yeah, Lucasfilm yeah, will it's the 20th just... Century Studios on the upcoming yeah, just... on the coming-of-age or... adventure. Oh, um...
0: Okay, so apparently it's meant to be paired with the novel "Children and Blood of." And Blood of uh, blood and Bone. Meaning we're not they cultured
2: don't... enough to understand the importance of that announcement.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's at the bottom in like something that doesn't have its own title.
1: Yeah. Alright. Fair enough. It was just there. Uh, no one mentioned it ever. And it's like I'm
0: <laughs> Well, it's at the bottom with Willow and Indiana Jones 5 and then Oh yeah, and there's Warwick Davis is returning for that other in Willow, isn't
2: he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let's. We don't need to talk about films that are not Star Wars. All of our points are done. I'm just going to say goodbye, everyone, and may the force be with you always.
0: Cowabunga! It is.